First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Today's episode is the conclusion of our three-part interview with Jeff McElfresh, CEO of AT&T Communications. We've covered topics ranging from business operations, sustainability, video schooling, 5G deployment in the FCC. Today, let's talk TV. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With everyone in lockdown, we're increasingly turning to video services to keep us, well, sane. Uh, but I want to ask how what well, you're seeing in terms of how people are consuming content. Are you seeing an uptick in cord cutters uh, or using and using online services, or are folks resorting back to that the comfortable traditional cable TV model? Like, what is our entertainment escape vehicle of choice? Well, that's a very personal question um, uh, for for each and every one of us. I would say that uh, what we are seeing is cl- clearly ratings and viewership on uh, things like news are at very high levels. And that stands to reason. That makes common sense. I mean, us as consumers and citizens are looking for you know, cred- credible information about how our local municipalities are dealing with, uh, dealing with the pandemic. I think it's too early to say that this event is accelerating cord cutting or decelerating cord cutting. Um, uh, but, but I would say we've seen a very nice spike in uh, viewership and ratings and engagement on live content and specifically news. Love to have live sports, but we also know that as a society, it's our responsibility as citizens to shelter in place and try to curtail the spread of this pandemic. And it's kind of hard to produce live sports when you can't have fans um, in the venue to be there as part of the experience. And so I, our partners in the sports world, you know, they, they're, they're working through what their models need to become in order to persevere in a post pandemic world. And, uh, we're, you know, we're staying in touch with them very closely. That's a good point. I mean, there are, I mean, there's talk obviously that, that some sports might get restarted, you know, being played without audiences, you're seeing that with uh, with MMA, with with WWE. Um, I'm just curious because you have like DirecTV is one of your core services, and that's that's one that's heavily reliant on live sports. It's one of the big NFL ticket, right? It's the it's sort of the, the big reason why you get it. Um, I'm curious what you've seen impact wise on on that, uh, and if you think what the impact might be is if if you know say football comes back, but with the uh, sort of without any live audience. I don't think it's a matter of uh, if, I think it's a matter of when, and when sports uh, fully recovers, how it recovers, to your point, with uh, viewership uh, remote, with fans on the scene, uh, in the venue itself. Um, we'll pay very close attention to that. Um, and I think we've publicly stated that as the owners of sports uh, begin to adjust their model to the extent that uh, they uh, offer credits because they're not airing or producing um, any live events right now because of the pandemic. We've made the promise and the commitment to pass dollar for dollar those credits back to our subscribers who, as you referenced, might 
might have purchased DirecTV because of a particular sports package and not just the NFL Sunday ticket. I mean, as you know, luckily it's not the NFL season right now. And so that comes up in the later part of the year, but you've got uh, the NBA league pass, you've got NHL center ice. I mean, this is a multiple uh, sports genre programming package that uh, we curate for our, um, our linear live uh, video subscription services. And so uh, our, our teams are uh, very aware of that. And as I said, working closely with the owners of that content. And we will do uh, anything and everything that we can on behalf of our subscribers. All right, well, I wanna switch gears from live to video on demand. Uh, coming up later this month, May 27th, exactly, is uh, HBO Max, uh, the, the latest video service to launch. Uh, I know you're focused more on the distribution than on the content side, but um, I did wanna get, get your thoughts on how you think this will fare given that it's essentially the last of the big video services that launched. It's also the most expensive. Um, how do you think it's going to fare in this in this environment? Software delivered programming is clearly the direction that consumers are gravitating towards. Um, and uh, on one hand, uh, software delivered over the top, whether it's live or on demand, requires connectivity. It requires really good broadband. And um, we happen to know a thing or two about providing good quality broadband. And so when you bring those two capabilities together, uh, we think we can offer a unique value proposition to consumers and certainly a level of service where we don't uh, encounter service interruptions. We know how to scale uh, mass audience platforms and massive networks. And so we're, we're looking forward to the March 27th launch of HBO Max, which is our general entertainment streaming service. You, you'll see us uh, deeply integrate that service as part of our offerings for wireless and broadband customers uh, and our existing subscriber base and those customers who choose to uh, come to AT&T. Probably a question that's on your mind is, well, okay, I understand HBO Max, Jeff, and I kind of know a thing or two about AT&T TV. How many video services do you have? <laughs> yeah, that definitely we've 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 had our share of fun at AT and T's expense. I'll, I'll just break it down for audience because there are a number of services. There's Uverse TV, there's Direct TV, AT and T Now, which was Direct TV Now. There's AT and T Watch TV, AT and T TV, HBO Go, HBO Now, and of course the upcoming HBO Max. That's a lot. It's really confusing, even for us. We're we're supposed to be experts, and it's hard for us to keep it straight. So, uh, for our consumers, clarity wise, like what what exactly? Why are there so many services? Uh, we've been in business for a long time, and we are a combination of many different companies who have been in business a very long time. And so, we have many subscribers of all the products that you just mentioned. And in order to uh, take care of those subscribers and help them process through the life cycle of the products. We can't simply turn off a product. We've got to help the customer migrate. And therefore, um, having to care and nurture eight video products is something that is our responsibility to do, but that is not our strategy going forward. We've got three primary product offers and the way I would encourage uh, you to think, think about it is the following. Where there is broadband available, 
AT&T TV is the best product that we have. That is our go-forward, live, linear, uh, subscription-based service. Uh, we just recently announced a, um, a, a hold and a stop on selling new Uverse subscribers. And as time progresses, the Uverse subscribers will migrate to the AT&T TV platform. And then we can sunset the Uverse platform. And then that brand, that product brand, will no longer be resident on websites and support sites. Likewise, if I'm in a part of the world, a part of the U.S. that I don't have access to really high-speed broadband, I've got, you know, two, three megs of service if I'm lucky, and the wireless network doesn't provide me 20, 30 megabits of bandwidth coming into my home, uh, our DirecTV satellite offering is the best product available. And so we are pointing in those parts of the, uh, the U.S., our lead product for that area is our satellite offering, and that will remain branded as DirecTV. But for areas where there is broadband available, our, uh, our lead offer is AT&T TV. And then everywhere, regardless of uh, the underlying network, everywhere we transact the over-the-top streaming service um, for general entertainment with HBO Max will be available to any subscriber that wants to um, to subscribe. Okay. And just lastly, I think you hinted at this a little bit earlier with HBO Max that you're looking to do some things to to make it more attractive. Uh, can you can you give us a tease? What what exactly are some of the, the offers we can expect? $15 a month on top of if you're already paying for Netflix, if you're paying for your broadband service, you're paying for your wireless service, that is a lot to pay on a monthly basis. So what exactly can we expect from HBO Max? And so as you, as you think about uh, the, the most valuable product offers that AT&T has in the marketplace today, those that provide for high-speed internet, like one gig um, fiber, for example, that I mentioned earlier at $39.99 were available, our, uh, our intent is to include with that service offer HBO Max at no charge. Uh, we think that is a nice bundle that will drive uh, more broadband adoption, and it's clearly something that consumers are using that broadband connection for uh, more, more and more every day. Uh, the corollary on the wireless side, our new unlimited elite rate plan that we launched uh, late last year that has not only unlimited wireless data associated with that rate plan, but most importantly, a very fast network access um, characteristic. It is a premium network access tier. What that means is um, the speed at which you get access to the wireless network, the responsiveness, the latency, and most importantly, the video compression that's available over that uh, rate plan is the full 1080p, which is intended to marry up nicely with uh, what I believe to be the world's best content that, that will be bundled into that service offering at launch um, for all of those subscribers, as well as all of the current AT&T subscribers who are HBO legacy subscribers will automatically be enrolled into the HBO Max um, uh, you know, fan list, if you will. And I know, you know services like Quibi you know, touted a 90-day trial. Uh, you know, Apple gives a year for free if you've got one of their devices. Will there be a like a free trial period for anyone who doesn't qualify for some of these these services or these uh, promotions that you just mentioned? Since some of those, I know it's like you you need to have spent up 
the particular the elite wireless service that that's that's a costly service and so uh are there any kind of free trials to get folks incentivized to try and potentially sign up for HBO Max for the long term yeah and so as as a distributor um i will uh, with my teams look at various different offer sets across the subscriber base in some cases it could be a 30 60 90 day trial um, those are more marketing uh, tactics that we would offer to introduce the product to a segment of the population that we believe would find a lot of value in that product. Um, but at the same time, I think you saw earlier, um, uh, just recently, uh, our company announced if you uh, pre-enroll prior to the launch date uh, for 12 months, uh, the price for HBO Max uh, is $11.99. And so uh, jump on it while you can prior to the launch date, you get access to that, uh, that price point for that duration of time. And I think that's a nice, um, that's a nice offer. So uh, short answer is yes, you're going to see several different permutations and combinations that we will, we will bring to the marketplace with that product um, as we test and evaluate responsiveness and we'll adjust as we need to adjust. And that's it for our interview with Jeff McElfresh. Jeff, thank you for your time and insight. We really appreciate all the guidance and transparency we can get in times like these. If anyone out there has any questions about what else AT&T is up to, you can call us at 862-250-5713 or visit att.com slash COVID for more information about your account status. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.